Welcome to Creative Chemistry with Cosine, a podcast designed to help chemistry teachers break chemistry down step by step while using illustration to make your lessons more memorable and easier for students to learn. Let's get started. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about something that is going to be in probably 40% of the episodes on the show, and it has to do with coloring. That might be a little uncomfortable since most of us are high school chemistry teachers or have been high school chemistry teachers, but this works. And I actually developed this while I was working with college students, so it works really well across the board, in my opinion. So if you're not a coloring teacher, teacher, this episode's probably not for you. What I want to do is explain how to use color as a strategy. So a little bit of background information before we use color to teach a lesson on protons, neutrons, and electrons. There are a lot of graphic notes out there. Uh, they call them different notes, different names. There's doodle notes and di- and doodle diagrams and graphic notes and all these or- names for different graphic organizers. And some of them color and it's it's useful because students like them, and so they'll go back and they'll reference them. But you can add another later strategy onto that, and that's what you'll see when you use my doodle notes or my color coding strategies. So let's talk about how to apply this and see how it works in the context of protons, neutrons, and electrons. So have you ever taught a lesson and taught it really well, used things, used models, used demonstrations, used diagrams, and then the next day students come in and they're like, hey, miss, um, is an electron positive? Or they'll say, uh, okay, a neutron is negative, right? And you're like, no, no. And you just want to bang your head against the wall? <laughs> okay. So what I suggest you do is you use color coding as a strategy to teach these new concepts. And for most students, I really don't think this is a new concept. It's just, it's so easy that they can mix it up. So they're in class with you and they're going, oh yeah, 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 protons are positive. That's easy to remember. Oh, electrons are negative. That's easy to remember. And neutrons are neutral. Okay, I got it. And they go home and they forget. So the way we're going to get them to remember this through the next day and the quiz and the test and hopefully all year long is through color. You're going to start with protons. Okay. So what students are going to see is that protons are yellow. Now, why would we color protons yellow? When you're at the board, you're going to draw a circle. You're going to put a plus sign on it, put a smiley face on it, give it, uh, give it a ponytail and make it a cheerleader, put a goofy grin on it and make it some you know, something happy that your students remember, make it into a sunshine that is radiating positive, uh, a positive aura. Do whatever fits your personality or your student's personality, and you will see that they are going to remember this. But why the color yellow? We picked yellow because yellow is the color of sunshine and joy and happiness, right? So that's something they already know. So you're taking something they already know and relate to, the color yellow being happy and sunshiny and all that, and you're applying it to something they may not have a strong grasp of, like a proton. So then you're going to move on to electrons. And you're going to make this guy just as 
group grumpy as you possibly can. Uh, I like to make him either sad and cry negative signs or make him angry and like pitching a fit on the board and sweating negative signs. So you do whatever makes sense to your classroom culture. But make him negative, make him memorable. What you're doing is you're adding some personality to this for students. Because all students see when we talk about protons, neutrons, and electrons are these little gray balls of abstract cloud nothingness. And that's, that's not interesting. That's boring. That's, that's hard to remember. It takes more effort. When you give these, these subatomic particles personality and color basis, it makes so much more sense. So the electron is going to be blue because he's sad, he's negative, he's blue. You know, we relate jazz and all those things to something negative. You can even, you know, if you like music, you could play that song uh, by Eiffel Tower. I think it's called Blue. I'm so not going to sing it for you guys because I can't sing. <laughs> I can barely podcast. Okay, so then what you're going to do next is blue and yellow make green. And so since blue make green, blah, blah, blah. since blue and yellow make green, that's that makes something neutral because the positive and negative has been neutralized. And so we use that concept a lot across the board in my con in my curriculum. You've got this neutral neutron. You've drawn a circle on the board again, and you've got to make it interesting. How are you going to make something neutral interesting? You make it a teenager, okay? They're like, whatever, I'm here. What do you want me to do? I don't care. That is a neutron. And you can even, you know, kind of tease them a little bit, make fun of them a little bit, and they'll think it's funny. You got to, you know, do it in the right way. Do it in a joking sort of way. Uh, but make them just a, like a boring... Like, I don't care that I'm here. I usually just draw a smiley face and put like a line for the smile. And that's your neutral neutron. Uh, yeah, try something out. So again, just to recap, protons are positive and they're yellow. Electrons are blue. They're negative. They pitch a fit. They're angry. They probably need counseling. And then neutrons are neutral. So that's what your neutrons are neutral and they're green. So that's what you're going to get across to students, that they're different. Uh, one thing I even do with mine is I make electrons so much smaller than protons and neutrons and already get that idea across to them. So if you can draw all this out, it makes the whole lesson come to life in a way that your students have never seen before. They're going to remember this. They're going to remember it tomorrow. They're going to remember it for the quiz. They're going to remember it for the test. And since you keep this color coding scheme throughout the curriculum, they're going to remember it. So I hope that helps you. I think it's a new way to teach that you haven't used before. You'll find it across the board in all my worksheets on my Teachers Pay Teachers store, Cosign. And you'll, you can also find a blog post about this, and I'll link to that in the show notes. It's, it's going to help students relax and not be scared of chemistry. Because, you know, at the beginning of the year, they're scared. They're downright terrified. But using a strategy like this, that helps them relax. And they'll trust you more. And the year will go so much smoother. Now, if you listen to this far in the podcast, I've got something for you. I did a set of doodle notes. It's 12 pages. And you can use them with your class for free if you click on the link in the show notes. They go through how to teach atomic number and mass number 
visually. So everything's been drawn out. All the math has been made tangible. So students can see what an atomic number is, what a mass number is, what it means. They're really cool. I think you'll like it. So if you use them, definitely send me a message. Uh, send me a message on Instagram or DM me on Facebook. You can also, I'm always available on email. I just usually take a week to respond back to you. So if you enjoyed this podcast, come back next Monday. I'll have more information for you, more helpful hints, more tricks. And coming up soon, we're going to talk to somebody about teaching around the world. She's taught in multiple countries and she has a lot of wisdom for us. All right. See you next Monday.